Hey everybody, this is Eric Frankhouse from EFP. We are back after a break talking about COVID gaming in episode 46. We game in a different time right now, but we can still enjoy our hobby. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how I have been enjoying my hobby during my little sabbatical here. Don't worry, we're back for a while again. I just needed a little break, needed to tune up, and I needed to get some new gear to make the podcast even better. For those who don't know, I've been doing a lot of streaming the last couple of months. Uh, we are now on episode four coming up this coming Tuesday. And I'm ecstatic to do this as another piece of that, that community, that network. So enough about that. We'll talk about it later in the show, but let's talk about COVID gaming. Our topics today are going to be the camera connection, start simple, 30-minute chat, VTTs in your group, stamps, tips and tricks, and of course, the closing. Enough about that. Let's get into the show. As a warning, adult content might be in this show. A lot of this is free form. Swearing happens. And if that offends you, or you have little ones around, or I don't know, whatever it may be, don't play this in that atmosphere. Other than that, fucking enjoy. So what is the camera connection? Well, the camera connection is pretty simple. It's the concept that while you are playing a tabletop game with friends, socially distanced at home, if you just use audio, you are missing the part at the table that makes it tabletop gaming, being able to see one another. Now, I know not everybody has a web camera. I know they're hard to get right now. With everybody having used them for home, uh, for work, they've jacked the price up. It, it's become kind of nonsensical, but there are ways to bypass this, really easy ways. So you can pick whatever app of source that you want to do to record. I've done FaceTime, I've used Skype, we've used Discord, you name it. As long as it has the ability to, to use a camera and use a microphone, you can get away doing pretty much anything. FaceTime works really well and you can buy a simple stand to use to hold your phone or just prop it on something. It's pretty simple to set up, but if you skip using a camera, I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice. You can't tell when someone else is talking. You talk over top of each other if you're just using microphone. You can't see facial expressions. The GM can't read the room the way that he needs to. And honestly, technology adds a lot to what we're doing. And there are cool apps that you can use, but a camera is just replacing our eyes for the simple purpose of being able to see each other. It allows us to communicate visually. And this is important if you're playing tabletop gaming together. I think without it, uh, you're, you're basically just trying to do an audio drama. So do yourself right and set up a camera and play. You always show up to play in person anyway. And I've heard this excuse numerous times. I don't want to get ready to be seen. Listen, dude. Listen, lady, you were going to come to my house and play anyway. You were going to put pants on then. Put pants on for this. Like, get your shit together and play a game with your friends. Put your makeup on. Oh, the lighting's not good. You're playing with friends. No one cares what you look like. They just want to play a game together. So think about that. Use a camera. It's the number one thing I recommend. So with that little tech out of the way, let's do the next part. Start 
simple. Not everyone in your group is going to be used to playing digitally, especially if you've been playing around a table up until, you know, February when Corona hit. If you are playing with new people, take the temperature of the room as the GM and as the other players, help your GM out, step up and help. If you're good with tech, help those that are not. People get frustrated with things that they don't understand from learning a new game to learning the technology to play it. So imagine if you're doubling down and making it more difficult for them. Keep it simple. Do the things that you know. Add the camera like we mentioned, but instead of using digital dice, roll regular dice. I know, I know it's controversial. Everyone thinks that someone's going to cheat. But if someone's cheating, they're cheating themselves. Their success and failure based on a dice, there's no money involved. It just hurts them. If you're here natural 25 times in a row, you know the guy's cheating. You know the girl's maybe pulling one over. But drama and those failed roles are what make the game move forward. So instead of penalizing people for it, embrace those failed roles so they know that failure is just part of the story. Instead of using digital sheets on, say, Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds, use real sheets. Have those people that are playing with you write out their sheets. Bring them to the table, the digital table for themselves to look at. If you need a copy of it and you really need to see it, they can snap a photo and send it to you. There's no reason to force people to use digital sheets the first time into the foray of playing digitally. I mean, think about it. I don't know about all of you, but... I have played entire RPGs over a phone call with people. I just wrote notes down. I've done them on cars on the trips to conventions. Gen Con, for example, we play in the car on the way. You don't have to have all of the digital experience right up front. Instead, take it and start simple. Use a smaller party. Now, granted, if you're used to playing with six or seven people and you want all those people to play again, then maybe do two sessions. One week, play with three or four of them. Next week, play with three or four of them. If everybody is comfortable, add them together. That allows you to write a story made for a smaller group of people, and you don't have to worry about seven people on a call together if your internet can't use it or do it, or somebody else who's playing with you, their internet doesn't function that way. Plan two or three hours. Keep it simple. If you normally do an eight-hour session, this is probably not the time to do that. Instead, two or three hours should get you by just fine. So you're starting simple. And the best way to start this is to get everyone comfortable. A 30-minute chat, 15-minute chat. I said 30 because that's what we do. But take that 10 to 30 minutes to talk as a group. Literally get into the moment of all of us sitting around the table and hanging out together, having a conversation together, same as you would around a physical table. Do this instead of sitting and waiting and playing video games. Everyone get in the call together and just ask how you're doing. If you leveled your characters, do we have any questions? Hey, have you been playing anything or doing anything new lately? Keep it positive. We're all in a hard time right now. And maybe you personally aren't having a hard time, but someone in your group probably fucking is. Keep it light. Keep it fun. And if anything I've learned, I personally would use bar etiquette. You know what bar etiquette is? A bar etiquette is really simple. We use this in our Discord for the Eric Frank House Presents channel. Don't talk politics. Don't talk religion. Real world versions of that. It's a fight or flight mechanism. Instead, that 30-minute chat should be about what you're getting ready to do or the fun things that you've done. 
Enjoy them. Ask people questions. Your friends, this isn't a convention. You're all friends. So keep it light and keep it fun until you're all comfortable playing digitally together. Trust me, eventually it'll feel second nature. Now for the important part. Well, probably the most pivotal piece of this conversation. What VTT or virtual tabletop you and your group should use. So obviously, if you have one you already use and your group understands it, use it. Or if a majority uses one, use it. I personally believe when you're ready to add a virtual tabletop, there are two ways to go about this. You can simply do a screen share and you can have a drawing app or something on your computer to show your maps. It's really simple. Or a second camera even to show your maps. The other option is to use Roll20. Uh, I prefer it actually to Fantasy Grounds for the simplicity and the cleanliness, but there are numerous VTTs out there that you can use. It doesn't matter which one you use. Just use the one that is what you're comfortable with as the GM and use the one that your players are most comfortable with. You can use Astral, you can use Fantasy Grounds, but when you do decide to use it, keep it simple. Just use a map the first time out of the box. Use some tokens to mark things, but don't go overboard. I personally use the virtual tabletops almost like a big board to put artwork on to give like a scenic reference. Uh, a lot of landscape pieces and NPC character art that I find, things like that. And the more you do it, the larger your library will get. I also recommend Token Maker. You can take any image and make a token online with Token Maker and it's free. But most importantly, virtual tabletop should be treated like a table. You're all used to playing in person. Let's just do the same thing when we do it digitally. There's no reason to go overboard your first time out of the box. Normally I do some smart bumper about magic and monsters, marks of men, but Instead, I want to talk about what I've been up to. I have been up to a lot. And the thing I want to talk about is Eric Frankhouse presents on Twitch and YouTube. I'm making this ecosystem of content that I'm putting out and the podcast is part of that. But if you like what I do here and you want to see what I do in action, check out our Twitch the first and third Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. CST, we are doing a live show of my favorite home setting, Athontia. It's a world of soul punk Victorian horror, and I think you'll like it. We're currently playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition, but I've done it for 5e as well. Come watch us, and if you do like it, or you're looking for other people to game with, join our Discord at Eric Frankhouse Presents. You can find it on the Twitch at the bottom, real easy to join. I hope you enjoy it. So I got a little tip. And the stamps is, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but this will take a little effort on the GM and the players. I know how to do it every session, but some of them. I recommend doing handouts and Get everyone's addresses and mail them a handout. Same for the players if they write a note back to, say, the city they're a part of. Have them write it and mail it to you. There's something cool about receiving that in the mail and, and prop. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy. Just pick a paper you want to do, handwrite it is what I would recommend for fantasy. For modern, maybe type it out. Or you could even set up Facebook groups or things to 
make the PCs you're playing real, especially in those modern games. If you're playing something like Occult 7 from Storm Bunny Studios or Altered Carbon, make something that mimics that. Handouts and tokens and just anything you can think of that would be a cool prop to get because it brings that personal relationship back to people. And I've even done so much as to like add candy into them that are specific to the game that I'm running uh, monster hearts specifically just a little thing, but that idea of something personal makes people feel like it's important and that uh, you're sitting around a table again, try it out. So let's get into the final tips and tricks. How do you handle playing during COVID in a digital variety? What do you do to keep everyone interested? So here's some things I know. One, the goal is to play together and keep a connection between the players. Next, try setting up minis and a second camera. Uh, there are great programs out there where you can bring another thing into the call. And a lot of us have another phone at home that we could use as that camera. Start small with that, though. Maybe a room or maybe a small dungeon and move miniatures around. See how it turns out for you. Keep it short and sweet, though, just in case it becomes a hassle. I also highly recommend to get players involved, think about letting them tell pieces of the story. Let them talk a little bit more. Pause yourself as a GM. Let them tell about their character, talk about their character, uh, things that they've done in their downtime. Those help as well. Most of all, moderation. So for example, if you get tips that you like to use and tricks you like to use, use them minimally. Don't overindulge or abuse them because otherwise when you're playing and you're playing with camera and you're playing with digital microphone there's some problems and learn god learn mic etiquette after you speak and your character's done talking count to five see if anybody else needs to talk see if somebody else has an idea on what they want to do otherwise what happens is you step on top of each other's toes everyone's seen it everyone's witnessed it everyone's had it just count or honestly if you need to Raise your hand. I know that sounds dumb, but we're playing digitally. We learned this when we were kids. Try raising your hand or making some form of indicator that you want to speak next in chat. Last tip and trick, make a Discord. Make one specifically for your party. Set up rooms that are for like your downtime. Uh, what the episode was last, recaps, artwork, and so on. It's a great way to gather all your notes together so everyone can be on the same page for next time you go to play. So let's close this out. I missed you guys. I missed interactions. And remember, with Anchor, you can call into the show. It's not hard to do. You don't have to do a lot to do it. You just click the button either on your app or on the computer, and I can look at the messages. And if you have questions, call in, and I will add them in and answer them for you. I love helping groups, players, GMs navigate things. And honestly, I learn from you just as much as you learn from me. EFP makes it really easy to do. Also, and the big thing is, the Patreon is still up and running. Uh, we are shifting gears and I'm moving us away from Magic and Monsters and I'm going to start posting things for Athantia to kind of run parallel to our stream. 
Now I'm streaming a lot of things. You can find the schedule on my Twitch at Eric Frankhouse Presents. Also on YouTube, we put all of our replays there, usually the week after. I've enjoyed streaming way more than I thought it would. I come from broadcasting and I, I, I wanted to do something with it. And when COVID hit, I just made the decision fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to run games I love for people. I put a cast together that's diverse. We have actors, we have friends, people I've played with for years, even some artists. There's a lot of merch and things like that as well. So if you want to support here, try watching the show and supporting there. We also have a robust discord. Join it up. If you're looking for other groups, we play video games together and we are going to be gaming together as well. But in closing to the topic, that you're listening to. The idea of COVID in gaming. I think that gaming helps us cope with the things that are going on. And it lets us see and talk to our friends even when we can't be around them. I don't see an end in sight. And you can believe in COVID or not, but at least somebody in your party is going to. And at least have the common courtesy and the respect for them to help. Don't be all over them about it. Play digitally. Or if you're lucky enough to be able to create a bubble like some people out there, like the NBA did, and just play with those people, maybe it's your family. That is a great way to go as well. So the podcast is back, everyone. Authentia has been released into the wild. The beginning of next month, the Pathfinder 2E version of Pathfinder will be, or of Authentia will be on my Patreon. And next week is our fourth episode. We have side quests that air on YouTube. There's a lot going on in the EFP ecosystem. So that's it for me. I am back, everyone, and I can't wait to see the questions you have for me. Oh, and this Friday, on Strength24 and on the Eric Frankhouse Presents Twitch stream, we are going to be streaming Clown Town. If you like horror movies, Drew, my, one of my best friends, was an actor in that show and they're going to do commentary mst3k style and we're going to stream it live on twitch on friday so check me out on all of my social media under eric frankhouse or eric frankhouse presents and uh, you'll find the dates and times but that's it for me everybody and like always watch listen learn be a better gamer <laughs>